50 days is a long time to wait. It's almost like the Holy Spirit started on his journey and then had to stop at his sheets for a cup of coffee. And then if you stop for coffee, you have to get a snack. And then if you get a snack, you have to get more coffee. <clears throat> That's not what happened, in case you were wondering. There's a great scene, though, in The Lord of the Rings where someone says to Gandalf the wizard, he says, you're late. Gandalf looks at the person and he says, a wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. My friends in Christ, that's what the Holy Spirit did for the early church. If he had come on the 10th day or the 27th day or the 48th day, they would not yet have been ready. It was not yet the time for them to receive the graces of the Holy Spirit. It was not until the 50th day that they were ready. That they were ready to receive the Holy Spirit and then not just receive it, but act on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Spirit is not just for us to enjoy and to hold to ourselves, but it calls us to go forth in mission, which is exactly what the disciples did in our first reading today. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. All fear was cast out. And they could have sat around talking about, hey, this is really cool. But what they do is they go forth and proclaim the gospel. And what, what's really neat is throughout salvation history, it is an undoing or a healing of the wounds of sin. And that happened through the Holy Spirit in a particular way. There's the story of the Tower of Babel. When people said, let's build a great big tower together to rival God and show him who's really in charge. God said to them, I'm in charge. He tore down the tower and the unity of language was lost. But in our first reading, that is healed. And so the question that might come to us is, well, what are the gifts? What is the mission that the Spirit is giving to us? Some people are very gifted with languages. I studied a number of languages in the seminary, or I should say, I was taught a number of languages in the seminary. Glad you picked up on the difference there. <laughs> I was taught Latin. I did pretty good with that, pretty well with that. I was taught uh, Greek, not so good. Uh, Spanish, I know enough to make someone's ears bleed. And sign language, uh, I can say things that are offensive by accident. So <laughs> language is not my thing. But that's okay because that's not what God is calling me to do. That's not the gift he has given to me through the Holy Spirit. But the Spirit has given me different gifts. He called me to be a priest and gave me the gifts and talents I need for this ministry. The question, though, that we have to ask ourselves each day is, how is the Holy Spirit calling me to serve here and now in this moment? 
And usually it's pretty clear to us, actually, in our daily lives, when we feel that, that prompting of the Spirit, perhaps to, to pray, or we see someone in the store and we think to say a prayer for them, or, or the, 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 the cashier, we might think, you know, rather than just saying, hi, how are you, goodbye, we might say, actually, genuinely, how are you? And I'm praying for you. The Holy Spirit is always at work within us. But it's up to us to allow that work to bear fruit. It's up to us to allow the grace of God to be channeled through us. The Spirit won't force it to happen, but he will always be there when we need him. And so, my friends in Christ, let us entrust ourselves to the Spirit, to his fire and his power and his grace. Ask him how he is calling you to serve. Ask him, what mission am I given? And then each day, follow it. Answer his invitation. And as the apostles were throughout their lives with the help of the Holy Spirit, be not afraid.